3: I don't believe in competition. How, how can I win Glenn Close, uh, win over Glenn Close? I've been watching her so many performances. Uh, so this is just uh, all the nominees, five nominees. Uh, we are the winner for the different movie, different We play the different role. So we cannot compete each other. Tonight I'm here is just, uh, I have just a little bit luck, I think. Maybe I'm luckier than you. <laughs> And also maybe it's a American hospitality for the Korean actor. I'm not sure. But anyway, thank you so much. And uh, I'd like to thank to my two boys uh, who made me go out and work. So beloved son, all and all. It, this is the result because mommy works so hard. <laughs>
0: That was a soundbite from the 93rd annual Oscars, which took place last night as we tape our podcast The Morning After. I'm Neil Rosen, and welcome to a, another episode of Sitting Around Talking Movies, where we're going to talk Oscars, the Oscar show specifically. And I'm joined, as always, by Bill Brigoli.
2: Contrary to rumors, I am not Glenn Close's dance instructor. <laughs>
0: and Bill McCuddy, hello, Bill McCuddy. Is this, are you Brad Pitt? I'd like to flirt with you. <laughs>
2: well,
0: I'm going to start out by saying that that was the worst. Uh, I, I I think I in my lifetime I've seen over fifty consecutive over fifty consecutive Oscar telecasts, and that was the worst piece of shit. I <laughs> I mean that that was unwatchable. I mean that was the worst thing I've, I the worst Oscar telecast I've ever seen. And I mean, I thought the Globes telecast was bad. I mean, I think the critics choice uh, thing was was infinitely better. Not that that was great in pandemic circumstances, but watchable. This was terrible. Thoughts? Well, I think
1: we're forgetting a lot of things. We're forgetting that the the option was, yes, I, let, let me start by saying I agree. It was terrible. Um, it was like a corporate business ret- a retreat. Yeah. If if Dave, the lovable but dimwitted A.V. guy got the slides in the wrong order. Um, but I, I have to tell you that at least we got everybody there. We didn't have any Zoom. We didn't have any, you know, lag and the international people who spoke uh, all of the, you know, all around the world, except for Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> um, and we'll talk about how that debacle happened in a second. Um, I you know I thought it it, I thought it started well. I thought Regina King walking down that thing like uh, the opening of a movie. By the way, Scott Feinberg is reporting today that that whole scam about the fact that they said it was going to look like a movie was something they told the Academy or the Academy told the uh, ABC so that they could work maskless because the rules are different for shooting a movie than they are for shooting a television show. Yeah, it didn't Uh, look like a movie.
2: One movie no, thing they didn't did, it
1: sound anything like a movie.
2: Well, one movie thing they did do was that they shot it in 24 frames per second as right. opposed to 30 as a TV show would in high
1: definition yep. and that was supposed to make it look more filmy but uh, as somebody pointed
0: out it kind of looked more uh, well commu- fir- community the first, TV. The first few the first minute before Regina King spoke it did look like a movie, which as Bill Bergoli pointed out the way they shot it, but it also had the Oscars starring, you know, and it, you know, it had like the opening credits to a movie, you know, starring Brad Pitt and Regina King. And, you know, so it was looked like the credits, the opening titles to a movie, but that's where things ended in terms of it looking like a movie. Uh, My friend, Robert Wall, our friend, Robert Wall texted me, he goes 30 seconds in and already it's getting political. Um, you know, like like literally within 30 seconds, she said, uh, you know, if the Derek Ch- Chauvin Chauvin trial went differently, you know, so on whatever, uh, if the <laughs> you know, if the George Floyd, you know, whatever, uh, you know, so she, re- you know, regardless of your thoughts, I mean, you know, the guy was guilty as Well, it
1: was always going to wait. It was always going to be politically,
0: like 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 immediately. That was your first statement. So, you know, Uh, I think
1: the Oscars made the political statement with the nominations, with how inclusive it was. But as I've been saying all along, they'll nominate, but they don't necessarily give to. Yes, uh, Daniel Kaluuya. And yes, the second woman ever, the first woman of color as a director. But at the end of the night, the old white guy, the old white lady and the movie about the old white lady
0: won. Um, but that's not how the show looked other than that. I mean,
1: uh, it
2: wasn't how the show was was uh, structured. Either. No, we
0: had Quest Love, We had uh, the
1: the pre-show was filled with actors, uh, you know, tons of of correspondence of color and men and women. And you know, that's all very admirable. I just think that, uh, you know, it's still a largely white organization, despite all the inclusion of new people, I read some numbers today about how many in, you have know, gone from 15% women to like 19% women. Um, so it, it's, it's still an old boys club. And I think at the end of the night, we saw that, but let's talk about the end of the night because that's the 800 pound gorilla in the room. I mean, obviously they switched the best picture to earlier for two reasons. One, everybody knew it was going to be nomad land. Although when it didn't win either of the screenplay, well, it was only eligible for one screenplay when it didn't win screenplay. I thought, Oh, well, this could be good for, I don't know, promising young woman. But anyway, everyone knew Nomadland was going to win, especially with Francis in the, in the audience. So obviously they thought Chadwick Boseman was going to win Best Actor, and they thought, what a great way to finish out the night. Uh, and that just absolutely <laughs> face-planted. That was like probably the worst television ending since Game of Thrones. I mean, it was just horrific. And the really horrific thing was Joaquin comes out, Uh, I have a whole theory about what happened backstage, including they already knew, but uh, I won't get to that until a little later. Uh, Joaquin walks out. He opens the envelope. He says, Anthony Hopkins. Then he goes, good night, everybody. And (laughs) they couldn't get out of there fast enough.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, let me talk about the fact that, okay, that wasn't the only thing that was out of order. I mean, in the middle of the show, they did the best director. Right. Usually, Usually the running order is they, do the direct, you know? They do the actor or the actress. Usually, they do the actress, then they do the actor, then they do the director, and then they do the film. So they changed up the order. Okay, so what? They just didn't get the results that they expected, which shows you the legitimacy of it in a way yeah. that, that people aren't, you know, sneaking a peek in the envelopes and saying, "Oh, yeah." Except,
1: oh. I think, I think, ten minutes before the end, they did look at the end. But go ahead and I'll tell you why in a second, but go ahead. All right. I think they got special permission this year because of everything else that's going on. And uh, that's, this is my theory, but I'll, I'll lay it out. Uh, based on what happened at the very end, it just doesn't feel like, I think they knew what was going to happen. That's all I'm going to say. And they would have changed the
0: batting. order.
1: They didn't have time to do that. No. And I yeah. think, I don't think they knew they didn't have Anthony Hopkins until late and i think that they didn't realize well first of all how would you like to be chadwick boseman's widow this morning yeah. i mean of all the if they had known what they knew at the at some point tyler perry somebody uh Kaluuya, somebody could have said something acknowledged her in some way instead she just went home absolutely
0: empty-handed they, they and, didn't just find out that they didn't have hopkins because it okay was, well let me let me tell you why because because they were not Zoom satellite hookups. They, they were not Zoom meetings. They were sat. They were satellite hookups. I'm sorry. Correct. I know. They, I know. The Oscars sent crews out to different locations around the world, and they knew for days that Anthony Hopkins was not participating in a satellite feed, so they knew that. They also probably they didn't, didn't. They didn't have, have a picture of, for <laughs> anyone else. They but probably Anthony didn't Hopkins. even think that yeah. Anthony Hopkins had a chance of winning you know,
1: Anthony so Hopkins
2: he, probably didn't think he was going to win.
1: Right. Well, so that's he, what he said. He did say something on Instagram today and he did a shout out to Chadwick. But um, let me ask you a question. You're Joaquin Phoenix and you've come to that uh, rehearsal. And at the rehearsal, you got to tell your little story about how important movies are to you. And at the rehearsal, you said and the nominees are and you mentioned Gary Oldman and said when Gary Oldman was seven years old, he, he whittled his own a movie camera (laughs) and some story about Gary Oldman and Reese and all the guys they had these stories for. They scuttled all of that. He got out there and said the following. I was supposed to come out and talk about how much I like the movies. But you know what? I just admire these five nominees. The five nominees are. And then he said their names. He didn't say any little story about each one as they had done painstakingly for everyone else throughout the whole thing. He said just what the, their name was and what they were nominated for. He opened it. He said the words, Anthony Hopkins. He said, Anthony's not here. Good night, everybody. And they left. Now, that to me smells. There's something wrong with that.
2: Well, part of it is Joaquin. He, he wouldn't want to say all that anyway. He hates being up in front of people.
1: I know, but they, that's what they signed on for. They, they all knew that they had a, lot of, a script uh, you, they had to read about each of the... Uh, if right you're last year's characters. winner,
2: you've got to go up anyway, so... Okay, so look, before I get I to the show up.
0: itself, I have a lot to say about the actual show, which was the most boring thing I've seen in. In, I mean, I've, I've watched infomercials that have been more entertaining than that show. But not only was Anthony Hopkins a surprise, but Francis McDormand was also a surprise. No, really, it was i
1: t- I don't think so. No, I don't I think, think so. I, think I said so it on the podcast. I said it on the podcast last week that somehow some way this i did i did say that if they did know they would have called her like the golden globes would have called her and told her uh they they don't do that at the oscars presumably price waterhouse i heard it was either
0: i heard it was either viola davis or carrie mulligan Okay,
1: but I but we all heard we all heard when she got nominated, Francis saying nice things about everybody else and practically begging everyone not to vote for her. We also know that two weeks ago she still wasn't coming. It wasn't until a week ago. And what I think happened, if 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 I just had another theory, it's that so many people called her and anecdotally told her that they voted for her, that she decided to go. That's the only thing that makes sense because she had absolutely no plans on going.
2: Plus she wanted the swag bag. So yeah,
0: I so heard it was worth 200 grand this year. So somebody, somebody, really? What, what the hell was in it? There was one of those
1: Bitcoin NFDs or whatever oh, that was NFKs, worth yeah. uh, 50 or 100 grand or something. And there was a trip and there was a crazy TV. There was a bunch of
0: good stuff. So, but they didn't have to give that many out. So somebody peeked in the envelope and said, Francis, you're winning. Come to the Oscars. No, that's no. That's what I think happened
1: during the show for the the Bozeman thing, because I think that felt hurried up and stupid. Um, And by the way, the the whole uh, problem would have been solved if they had just given Chadwick Bozeman a special Oscar when they give special Oscars, by the way, 20 times in the last 93 years. That's when the best picture doesn't end the show. The, mm. Usually this like the last yeah, time like they did it was for chaplain in 72 because th- so, so 20, 20 or 30 times in the 93 years, they haven't finished with Best Picture. But it's always been for some weird reason like the chaplain thing in 1972. So I think a bunch of people just called her and said that she, I, I don't want to imply that a week before or even a day before anybody looked at the answers, although there are two sets of envelopes. And producers presumably have the other set, but um, I just think that it was so truncated and swept away and ended in a whimper so quickly, and they couldn't roll the credits fast enough that uh, it just smells to me. All right, let me talk about the show. Okay, <laughs> Glenn Close was completely scripted, by the way. Completely, oh, yeah. everybody oh, really. Can is that completely yeah. everybody she didn't know EU or, you know, she's admitted it today but yeah it was, was it was a nice Sp- little it was she didn't know that that Spike Lee I'm not even sure she said school days I think she said schoolies um she didn't know that EU the DC no. band who did okay. that Who's song the
0: person that was narrating that comedic bit that was going
1: around Lou Ray Howry and yeah. where he from he was in
0: get out he was the sheriff for the 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 oh, buddy okay.
2: yeah all right well let me
0: ask you bill okay. mccuddy as a comedian that you part time are um why was there a concerted effort not to put the, look at the show look at the entire 3 hour and 20 minutes of that show well i think
1: the answer to your question it is, is not that comedy comedy through. comedy needs a bigger room needs more people a bad, like that was them, a
2: dead room um, oh, like them seated, I've watched i've seated seen seated comedy performed
0: in, uh, in in little clubs where there's been like nine people in there yeah, but this is the Oscars and they have to get it right. So
1: they took the, They decided not to do anything. But not one except this. Not well, one. they did the karaoke thing we just talked about with Glenn. That was obviously designed to be a funny bit. Who knows how many more of those they had
0: with him that they dropped? Not one uh, comedian was a presenter. It was glaringly
2: weird. That would have been I mean, a horrible room to do comedy in. But they, they didn't even. They're have, lucky they didn't do that. Frankly, they would have died. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, even anytime anybody did say anything, well, even what, remotely yeah, funny, it didn't get much of a reaction. Yeah, show, did? it didn't work. It
0: was a the show was humorless. The, there were so many, uh, not even comedians, but comic actors that are in movies. I mean, there was not one presenter that was, that you can look at their career and say, oh, they did that movie and they were Well, playing. it
1: was a pretty sober year. I would I would make that argument. I'm sure that's one of the things they thought. I think also that. So who would have qualified? Who could they have gotten?
0: Uh, Jamie Foxx was one of the voices in Soul. Right. He's not um, a stand up comedian and, and he could have like been tried. I mean, they needed something, some kind of levity. I mean, you had no musical numbers. I mean. All of them were done from five, you know, an hour and a half before. Did you see any of them? They were so the ones I saw were spectacular. Yeah, but it wasn't during the show. So you had no mute, you had no live orchestra. You just had Quest Love. You did not have any humor. You didn't have a host that did a monologue that at least t- did some jokes, you know, like look, all the late night talk show hosts do pandemic jokes and stuff. You, know, you didn't have anything to lighten the mood. Um, it was ultra serious, it was ultra dull. You, you know what would have been great. You know what would have
1: been great in retrospect is that walk from the they they did yeah. it with every almost everybody the walk they did oh, from man. the dais to the backstage, and you, people like Tyler Perry just kept looking at the camera like, "Okay, get off me, get off me." If if like Amy Schumer or Tina Fey had walked you to from the from there to the and like did like twenty seconds of stick with you on the way on the way to that. Press room. By the way, there was a, pr- a press room this year. It was virtual. There were 400 uh, <laughs> reporters. It supposedly, it went really well. Uh, Roger Friedman, who's one of our colleagues and pals, was one of the 400, and he said it worked out really successfully.
2: Oh, you must Look, have got a question in. It,
0: it is a it is a television show. Don't forget that. Okay.
2: No, it's it was a movie. A,
0: it, it's it's a television show, and that television show is how the. The Motion Picture Academy of Arts and Sciences, who do the Academy Awards, the Oscars, make the bulk, to my understanding, of their money. And people watch television shows to be entertained. And this was not an entertaining show.
1: By the way, Nomadland was the first to win Best Picture for Best Picture and Actress in 16 years, since Million Dollar Baby. Wow. That's my my little piece of trivia for the show. Uh, there were lots of firsts last night and that's good. It's a good thing that, uh, as we said, there were more people of color nominated and more won, I think, than in any other telecast. But that was the only good news. Neil's right. This was
0: not a watchable show. My point is, okay, okay, so here's the thing. Okay, for some reason, uh, I, I, uh, I texted early on, how do you play somebody off if their speeches are going too long? And McCuddy wrote that Texted, we were all texting that uh, they specifically said, you know, they specifically said you can go as long as you want if you win or not.
1: Yeah, nobody was going to get played off. But the idea was you were supposed to tell these
0: little great stories about how important film was to you. And at some point during the program, I was reading stuff and I did read exactly what you said that they were, that you could talk, you want to talk 25 minutes? You can talk 25 minutes. Nobody's going to cut you off. Which my daughter texts me during the show. She goes, "This is so boring. It's just talking. Everybody is just talking." And I said, "You're absolutely right. There's no musical numbers. There's no comedy. There's no there's no comedian to break it up. There's no like pre-recorded bits where like Billy Crystal used to do like, or even (laughs) Letterman, who did not get rave reviews for doing his show, or Jimmy Kimmel, you know, or who's the host?" went into a movie theater next, the movie theater next door. You can't do that. There's no movie theater. That was Kimmel. Okay. But there's no, there were no little fun. Okay. We're going to do a funny entertaining bit. There was no effort to be entertaining on this show. It was like probably watching the 1927 Academy Awards in the, in the Roosevelt hotel or wherever they held it. And just people just got handed trophies and, you know, and just came up and said, thank you. And and that was the whole thing. There was no entertainment. This is a television show. Um, as Robert Walpole. <laughs>
2: Neil would have danced if he had the chance. <laughs> Neil,
1: Neil,
0: Neil, suddenly Regis Philbin joins us. No, it was just boring. It wasn't any good. It was just so boring. And when it was.
2: Hey, hey, we had a nice, upbeat musical number during the immemorial sequence
0: oh that's another oh my
2: thing. god the, oh in, my in
0: the god sequence one of the things that actually is really a good segment of the show because you know they usually they, you know they they play you know appropriate soft music during it and and, and, and you i and, you know when you watch it and you go like oh wow i i forgot that he or she died and oh I didn't know that he, do- you know, like, and you, and you, watch that. Like I did, I learned last night in, in the millisecond that it was up there. That was another thing. Some people were up on the screen for two, three seconds and some people it's blinking. You miss it. I mean, I don't even understand. You
1: I called do- it, I
0: called it in momentum. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. you could do Fast. a speech for 25 minutes, but let's do the in memoriam in like, you know, one of those old silent movies where it's running at the higher speed than, <laughs> <You> know,
1: <laughs> well they cut it to the song that was the problem when the song sped up they sped up the people too but as well, i said I in mean, a tweet
0: i learned that I, I forgot i didn't know that joan Micklin silver who directed crossing delancey a really you know uh really great film and did uh, you freeze uh, frame you know, that <laughs> no i you, there was no time to do anything. So
2: the long last name you're lucky you read it
0: yeah but what i, I what i
1: tweeted after the in memoriam was they all left us too quickly <laughs> that's for sure
0: that's actually a great line but uh thank you I, I, I hated this show. I mean, of all the award shows that went up this year during the pandemic, the Critics' Choice, the Golden Globes, the SAG Awards, the BAFTAs, blah, blah, blah. This, which all made attempts, by the way, to put some kind of entertainment value into the show. This was just speeches, and they were preachy speeches, they were boring speeches, or they were woke politically, trying to be politically correct speeches. And they well, will...
1: thank God it's over and we will have uh, more to talk about. In yeah, we got movies. We actually, actually go see Mortal Kombat. I actually watched the first 10 minutes of Mortal Kombat. And it's pretty good. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so me. I'm going to see the rest of that. And that's uh, that's up right now in theaters, but also on uh, the big screen. I wanted to I just wanted to say one last thing that's about it? the Oscars. You're ending I wanted the to podcast? say I wanted to say one. We like, yeah, Mercifully, like the show, it was going on too long. Um, did you think In the Heights looked better or West Side Story looked better? Neither one looked good.
2: I don't want to see either one of those. Well, I really, yeah, one. I really don't.
0: I, I liked In the Heights based on what I saw. I never saw this the, the musical on Broadway, In the Heights, um, but I thought the trailer that they, the, the preview that they showed on the show looked good, and it sounded very Lin Manuel Miranda since he wrote it and he's in it. I mean, yeah, and I can't the, stand him. The rhyming kind of stuff you know, <laughs> that was good. The rappy, rhymey stuff. Uh, as far as West Side Story goes, I just still—I mean, look—the reason they re, they they say that they're remaking West Side Story is because in the original movie, which is a won the Best Picture in 1960, I believe, and is a, a phenomenal film. Um, you know, they did not cast uh, you know Latino actors and actresses uh, in in the roles. The only one who was of you know Latinx, so to answer
1: the question, did you like what you saw of the trailer last night, which premiered and was exclusive? And I think the more
0: studios should have done that. I think we should
1: have it seen it. Was all di- you notice oh, it, it was all Disney,
2: it was all Disney, is Fox they didn't or Disney? Show you
0: any, they didn't show you any clips from the movies. Why didn't they do that? No,
1: no, I'm talking about during the commercials. The clips uh, don't that's a huge mistake, but the yeah, but well, if we'll you were you. a movie studio, you could you could show us a scene from the new James Bond movie that hasn't been up. But why didn't they show you
0: you clips from the movies? That's another thing. Let's make it more dull. Here's the nominees for Best Picture, but let's not show you any scenes from the picture.
1: Especially in a year when no one's seen the movies and it could have used a bump if they had seen them.
0: Yeah, what's the reason? What's the rationale behind that? What meeting took place? Let's not show clips from the movies that nobody saw. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. These are I, the great
1: questions. Okay. I'm Bill McCuddy. Uh, no, 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 no.
0: You, you can get off, Bill, since you want to. But but, but, but I'm staying on Brigoli for a few oh, moments. Oh, boy. Lucky you, me. you want to leave, but because you seem to want to run out of here. But I'll tell you that uh, to answer your question about West Side Story, um, I thought it looked good. But I don't understand other than the the you know, I, I don't really see why are you remaking, you know, almost shot for shot the same movie. Did it know? with Psycho?
2: No <laughs> one saw <laughs> it, but they did.
1: I, All I, right, I, boys, I, these are the eternal questions. You can leave Bill McCutty, if you want. I'll stay on with yeah, both. I think, supplies. but I think like everyone listening wants to do the same thing. Tell no. me what else you're going to talk about. Give me your three talking points that I'm
0: going to miss. Well, you can leave. I don't want, I don't like being rushed. Like, the, like, <laughs> like, like these idiots who made this acceptance speeches last night. What are your thoughts on the trailer of West Side Story, Bill McCutty? You
1: can go on and on. Well, as I, as I tweeted out last night, only Spielberg could have two rival gangs meet in an alley and have the sun being cast from both directions
0: well does it does it look like something you wanted to see i mean i know you uh, yeah to,
1: yeah you i think it looks it. i think in the heights looks better but i think i was very impressed with what
2: i saw of west side story
0: yeah but don't you think that it'll be just you know will it be better than the original how can you be better than the original you we
2: can't side? tell in 30 seconds eclipse
0: i mean it's nice that they are casting like you know, Latino actors and actresses in it. But in terms of just the, the choreography and the pacing, I mean, the original had, you know, Jerome Robbins choreography. And, you know, you still have the Stephen Sondheim. So I mean, I don't understand why they're redoing something like that. It's not like, gee, if we only had the technology to do it better today. I mean, it was pretty damn well done in 1960. I don't understand it. And they didn't even have to dress sets in 1960 to make them look <laughs> it's because it kind of took place in that era. So I don't And really you're wondering why it. I'm leaving this conversation? Leave the conversation and <laughs> leave. I'm going to stay over I, I mean, Oh, you, lucky me.
2: Lucky Do you, you realize the only reason we saw clips of that and Lynn manuel and was because the broadcast was on ABC. ABC owns Disney and Fox. I mean, Disney owns ABC and Fox. And those were the movies we saw previews of. Traditionally, in the old days, they never even had commercials for upcoming movies. They all kind of thought that would be too political and and not fair.
0: So McCuddy and I—is he still there? Did he nope, leave? No, he's gone. He's gone. McCuddy and I had a bet um, where I, where I took uh, Carrie Mulligan to win Best Actress, and McCuddy took uh, the field. But he really was—he was saying Viola Davis. So yeah. I think that Fran, the fact that Francis McDormand won. Is uh, I thought that was a, a a surprise. I mean, you you don't think that was no, surprising?
2: I don't. She was she was mentioned in a lot of places for winning Best Actress. I wasn't surprised. All right, but the I'm Hopkins honest.
0: thing, you were surprised by that?
2: Uh, no, actually, I thought after the Bafta because he won the Bafta and he yeah, won but, another one. He started and also. They held on to that film forever, so people he was like the last performance a lot of people saw.
0: Oh, well, yeah. that's interesting.
2: Yeah. That's very interesting. And also, uh, they have more international voters now, and they don't care about a movie about a jazz musician. They're more interested in seeing a Walshman, frankly. They want to vote for their home, home turf. <sighs> Another reason.
0: Um, would you agree that it was the most boring show that you've seen um, of any Oscars or probably of any show this year?
2: Uh, I thought it was kind of like a sales convention where they were awarding people for selling the most vacuum cleaners. It was one of those kind of shows like nobody really cared.
0: Yeah, I wonder how the ratings are on this. I wonder how that I
2: haven't going. seen yeah, I haven't seen any early ratings. They just be early at this point.
0: I think someday. people turn if if I think if you tuned in, I think you you know, I, we had to watch it, but I think if you tuned in, I think you tuned out like after a few minutes. I mean, because it was just I mean, look, the thing about this kind of show is you're, even if they don't have a host, somebody funny comes out and does something. I mean, it, it, that is the problem with this show. There was no humor and there was no music. And there right. was just, it was just horrible. It was just a horrible, horrible thing. All right. So next week we'll talk about, um, is there anything else you want to add about the, the, the boring Oscar show?
2: No, that's enough. It's done. Next year, they'll have less time to prepare it. <laughs> Two less months worth of films and worth of dead people.
0: Yeah, I mean, I read some reviews of this show, by the way. Some overnight reviews. Yeah, were they went skating.
2: pretty, they were pretty
0: <laughs> much like what we're saying. I mean, they were just horrible, horrible. All right. Uh, you can reach Bill Brigoli at... Uh, on, Bill Brigoli
2: on, on Instagram.
0: On Instagram, and you can reach me on Twitter at Neil Rosen Apples or my television show, Talking Pictures with Neil Rosen, just on Instagram, Talking Pictures with Neil Rosen, uh, you can reach Bill McCuddy on Twitter at Bill McCuddy or on Instagram at McCuddy bill uh, next week. We're going to talk about mortal combat and we're going to review a movie that Bill Brigoli and I saw called together together with Ed Helms, which is a dramedy and Bill Brigoli will tell you all about a new documentary on the history of Sesame street, which is getting a lot of good buzz Yeah, and other stuff too. Um, I hope you enjoyed the podcast more than you enjoyed the Oscar show last night because I did not enjoy it. I was embarrassed. You know, people uh, were tweeting me and, and, and reaching out to me all day going, Oh, the Oscars is tonight. This is going to be fun. And, you know, it was such a dreadful show that it it, it actually makes the industry look bad. It makes what we do look, it just makes everybody just look bad. And um, I don't know. I mean, it still has that cachet. It's the Oscars, but, It was just a shit show. Anyway, that said, uh, as Bill McCutty will tell you, we watch the bad movies and bad television award shows so you (laughs) don't have to. And uh, thanks for sitting around talking movies with us. We'll sit around talking movies again with you next week.